Shulchan Archarav, we are in Simen Kuf Yud Gimel. We begin Allah Abay section 113. We begin to learn the second Allah. Again, we are talking here about bowing during Shemana Esri. Allah Abay's. Those who bow on Rosh Hashanah, the Yom Kippur and on Yom Kippur, when they say which are additions that are made to the first and second blessings of Shemin Esri throughout the Asadis, he made Shuvah the ten days of repentance. They must stand erect when they reach the end of the respective blessings. Now, even though one will bow as ordained at the end of the first blessing, now, even though one is going to bow, again, as we just said, as ordained at the end of the first blessing, one must, straight, uh, must straighten slightly at the end of the sentence beginning, Zachreinu before reciting the last few words that precede Baruch Atah, so that he can bow again when he recites the words Baruch Atah. Now the first bowing is not sufficient, because one must bend his knees when saying Baruch, as will be explained in Mitzvah in Allah the fifth Allah. Moreover, in this way it will be apparent that he is bowing again, because of an obligation, whereas the first bowing was only a matter of choice. By contrast, at the end of the sentence beginning, one is not required to straighten himself until he reaches the words, when reciting those words, one should straighten slightly so that he will not be making an addition to the ordinance of the sages that we bow when reciting only in the first blessing and in the blessing that begins with. Similarly, those that are accustomed to reciting the entire Shemana Esri of Rosh Hashanah and Yim Kippur, while bent over, must straighten slightly at the end of every blessing and at the beginning of every blessing, so that they will not be making an addition to the ordinance of the sages that one should bow only at the beginning and end of the first blessing and of the blessing that begins with Moedim. Halacha Gimel 3 One who bows in the second blessing of the grace after meals and this bracha as well begins with noida, known as haida, which in this case means thanksgiving. And when offering praise and hallel, in other words, when saying the bracket of verses beginning, haidu la shem, kitoiv, is reprehensible. And the same applies to other expressions of gratitude. What did Mashar does? for example, lacha, levatcha, anachnu moidim, such as the statement to you alone, we give thanks, that is part of the Nishmas prayer that is said on Shabbos and Yom Tif. Another example, V'yata to you alone, um, excuse me, now our God, we offer thanks to you. That's uh, said as part of Tzuki Dezimra, the verses of praise. The reason that it is, as we said, Maguna, it's reprehensible to bow when, uh, when offering these praises is because one should bow when reciting Baruch Atam, reciting expressions of thanks, only at the places ordained by our sages. Again, which that is, Ba'avis, at the beginning and the end of the first blessing, at Tchilav Asayif, Uvayda, and at the end of the Maidim blessing in Shmanasi. Because the expression, Hayda, does not imply bowing at all, but grateful acknowledgement and praise. One who bows and never uses a form of the term Hayda, 
is reprehensible. Al-Tarebbe says, V'sachalu, he is a fool. Uchriyasi sichlus. And his bowing is an act of foolishness. So, Haidat, it's not about bowing, it's about being, about grateful acknowledgement, it's about praise. Okay. By contrast, he who bows while reciting various passages of praise or supplication, or because it appears to him that for some reason bowing is appropriate at a certain point, or because it is customary to bow as in the case, um, as is the case during the recitation of Kaddish, or because of the ardor of his heart, the ardor of his heart as he prays. So here it is in Meshubach. He, this person is praiseworthy. He is not considered to be making an addition to the rabbinic ordinance that applies to the expression of thanksgiving in Shvanase alone. Rather, he resembles a person who bows in the middle of any of the blessings of Shvanase, who likewise is not regarded as making an addition to, to, to an ordinance of the sages because they did not ordain it that, that one should bow in the middle of any of the blessings, as was explained above at the end of the first halach. By contrast, he who bows when reciting any of the above-quoted expressions of thanksgiving simply because a form of the term Maida was used, Hadeza Sachel is a fool. We will continue, Mitzvah and conclude Alacha Gimel, the third Alacha, in the next year, but this concludes today's share.